0: So, are you ready to turn your shipping challenges into growth opportunities? Head over to ShipStation.com and use promo code EARN for a free 60-day trial. Again, that's ShipStation.com, promo code EARN. Start streamlining your shipping and scaling your business today.
1: My graduates from my school being Forbes. Bag drop. Bag drop. <laughs> a mic drop. Bag drop. Bad drop.
0: Shout out to all the (laughs) earners. Yo, let's get started, man. We got a lot to get over, get through. Um, Obviously, man, this this is incredible. Whoever thought the EYL would take it this far, right? This is incredible. Shout out to everybody that's in the building right now. Clap it up for yourselves. No, clap it up for yourselves. Clap it up for yourselves. Look, this is gonna be an interesting conversation. It's gonna be full of of a lot of information. So if you got your pen, your pad, your iPad, whatever you're doing, I would take it out now and get ready. My brothers, we, we had a great conversation early and I'm like, look, let's give them something we've never given them before. Let's open the game up. Everybody came here from their respective homes to get information and so that's what we're gonna provide today. Y'all good with that? Absolutely, let's do yeah, it. Yeah, man, so obviously two, two, three years ago, I'm not sure that this could have happened, right? And so this is pretty incredible that financial literacy has packed South by Southwest. I wanna know your thoughts on, on the trajectory of financial literacy since you guys have been seeing this over the past two to three, four years and where we're headed with this. So before we start, I want to say something. I need everybody to say, Wall Street looks like us now.
2: Wall Street looks like us now.
1: Like, I need you to say it and believe it. Wall Street looks like us now. Wall Street looks like us now. Okay, y'all believe it. That's the loudest I heard y'all since I've been in here. So for me, you know, financial literacy is just understanding how to play the game the way that America plays the game. If you allow them, if you give them permission to feed you, then you give them permission to starve you. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know about y'all, but I don't give nobody that permission. So the goal for me, and when I look at financial literacy is how do I, one, play the game like America played, which is the stock market, right? Two, how do you buy land? And then three, how do you use credit? If you use those three things, you have now created a triangle offense, right? And so we gotta get rid of the toxic relationships we have with money. Right? We got toxic relationships with money. One thing I've learned on my journey was that um, it's a stat that the average person spends a dollar and twenty-five cents for every dollar they make. So you think about every time you make four dollars, you already spent five. Right? That's a recipe for staying in poverty. Right? So for me, financial literacy is the gateway to where we gotta go at. Right? I don't know about y'all, but it ain't fun being broke. Right? I was homeless. It hey, wasn't well, nothing fun about that. but somebody tell me, act like I'm broke, i am be like, hell no, I won't act like that. I live that shit. We ain't that shit going not back. cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So for me, it's always like using financial literacy as the key that unlocks the doors and the potential for all of us, man. Clapping yeah, up, up for my down guy. Um,
2: and for me, I just want to make sure that we're getting the right information. Because all of a sudden, there's a lot of people that want to talk about it that are not, that don't have the best intention for you guys. Please remember this anyone that is trying to help you financially, make them make you money first mm-hmm. before you do anything. Mm-hmm. That's why we do Market Mondays. You see them on IG Live every day, shows, Ellen, <laughs> clap it out for him, right? <laughs> if a person truly, and ladies, you know this more than anything, right? If a person really wants to help you, they'll help you without receiving anything on the back end at all. A lot of times when people are coming to help, but they need something on the back end, that's because they want to finesse you out of something. My job is to give you the most, and if I decide to run for president, which I won't, <laughs> or something, y'all be like, "Man, he ain't pretty damn cool." He ran a little bit with the pineapple juice, but other than that, <laughs> he's straight. So I'm here to make you money, and the financial literacy space is gonna grow. Because I think we're tired of being um, shout under- for
1: our leaders for leading the financial literacy space. Big fat
0: man, that that's that powerful words. I appreciate those. Uh, so here's the thing, right? Obviously, 2022 was come stock market which is something that we've invested in show of hands who's invested in the stock market right now yeah mm-hmm. we, we, we we've had amazing yeah shout out to everybody that's in it right so we've seen the s&p crumble a, a double digit percent losses we've seen the dow double digit percent losses we've seen the nasdaq when we always talk about tech actually becoming a bear territory so they're over 20 percent in losses mm-hmm. and so a lot of us including myself were thinking to ourselves like is this the time to invest how do we invest where should we be investing? Mm-hmm. And, Trap, one of the, uh, the things you told me early on, I think the first time we met, was like, look, you always make more money in the drought. It's a fact, man. So what should we be looking at if we're investing now or if we're, like, on the teeter of the fence, like, you know what, I want to get into markets. They told me on Market Mondays, hey, when it's red, we shouldn't be scared, right? We should be bullish when that happens. But when we've seen these downtrends just then, right? we've seen five to six weeks of downturn. What do we do when we see these type of things happening? So... That is true. You make more money in a drought,
1: right? So it's when everything is scarce. So for me, I'm looking at one legal dope dealers. I'm just keeping it, honey. I stick to who I am, Yeah, I ain't changing. So people like Eli Lilly, who the biggest insulin dealer in the world, right? They up 34% in a year. Like that's, that's unprecedented right now without being a tech company, right? So I love like producers of pharmaceuticals right? But only something that you can understand. That's first and foremost. Another thing I love is industrial. So when you look at somebody like Waste Management, right, that's a company that no matter what's going on in the economy, we won't get rid of trash, right? America is the number one country of disposable stuff, right? So we waste more than anybody, right? Because everything is in abundance. So a company like Waste Management, like I love that. Right, but then also I'm a forward thinker, right? So I'm looking at how do we use money and how is that industry changing? So if everybody knows trap, you know I love FinTech, right? Even though it's taking a beating right now, we still can look at it and say, okay, check this out. My my, my brother, he loves Square, like that's his thing. I love PayPal, right? So what happens is there's also ally financial right? It's another fintech company. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? It's another fintech company. So fintech is a a great industry to be in because you never look at a company that you invest in for what they're doing right now. Because what they're doing right now, that price has been baked in two years ago, right? Like take heed to that. Like however a company is performing right now, the price that it is now has been baked in from two years ago. So now you want to look at what do I see going on right now what do I see them doing in the next two, three years? You ain't gotta go 10 years, but what do you see in the next two, three years? What do you see happening on the flip side of this? Can everybody agree that the way we use money is different now? Right? Like one of the things Ian says that Square is the new JP Morgan, right? But the way that they're setting themselves up is where you don't even have to go in the bank no more. Right? So look at the way that is going. When you got companies like Linden Tree, you got companies like Affirm, Buy Now, Pay Later, you know what I'm saying? Like. P- PayPal just partnered with Amazon, right? So, seamless payment options are the future. So, what if it's getting beat up right now? That's okay, right? Because what happens is, in those times when you look back two years from you're like, damn, that shit is up 3,000%. You're like, damn, I should have. The worst thing that you want to be as investor, say, I should have invested. Damn, I should have. Not too late, next. You know what I'm saying? So, that's, that's what I look That's Those are my big three right now.
0: Yeah, and so in in terms, and we always talk about this, do your homework, do your own research. And a lot of people, like, what's the homework? What should we be doing? How do we find a company that we want to invest in? And so a lot of times, it really comes to a personal situation. Like, it just depends on what your interests are. And so I'm interested to hear from both of y'all. When you're evaluating a company that you're going to invest in or you're looking at it, what's your process? Like, take us through the process of saying, all right, I'm looking at the fundamentals or I'm looking at the technicals of this company. How do I find it, right? Because most people, if you ask them, do they know Amazon? Do they know Apple? Do they, do they know uh, Tesla? They know these companies. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times, you guys come up with companies. I'm like, damn, I even hear that one. <laughs> so what's the process of y'all finding the companies that y'all eventually will invest in?
1: Because Ian do a lot of technicals, so I'll let him go in first. Yeah. Well, I want you guys to write
2: this down. Number one, you must invest in the top three sectors and only look at the top five companies. Mm. I know you wanna find the greatest version of Tesla in 2024, <laughs> that's in China. You're gonna lose all of your money doing it, right? I know some of you have even heard me say, no Doge, no Shiba. Man, fuck in. he he doesn't know. <laughs> and then it falls apart and it's like, brother, I need to talk to you after I'm down 29,000. Yeah, like <laughs> Told you, right? You only, anybody in here sports fans? Would you rather have a top five draft pick or the 85th best person? So why, when it comes to investing, you want to get someone from a JUCO over Brian? No <laughs> slight, nobody play JUCO, Don't Don't come for me, right? Then founder, management team, and this is most important. What can this company do that no one else on earth can do? So if I told you there is a technology company in California right now that gets 30% of all the money that comes in from every business on Earth that's important, what you wanna invest in that. That one business alone is Apple's App Store. But you don't wanna invest in it because of what? Number one advertising business of all time is what? Google. Google. We don't have to go outside of those 15 prominent companies and from there we're good. And then also, what is that net profit margin? That's key to me as well. Th- those are my three things.
1: So I think for me, because I like to go in a rabbit hole, right? That's I'll, I'll sit there and do it all day, every day. Again, this saved me, so my my love for it is different. You know what I'm saying? Like this truly like took me out the streets, for real. So I I go at it with that. So the first thing I look at, the last thing I look at is the stock price. Like understand that? Because if you look at, at least the- important. Yeah, if you're looking at the stock price, then you automatically going to base your decision on, with the stock price, oh, that's too high, right? That's going to be the first. Oh, that's too, you're going to make a decision before doing the homework. So, make sure you look at the stock price last. So, one of the first things I want to look at is, it, does this company have superior products and services? Like, that's important. Like, does it have superior products? and Like, can it stand up against its peers, right? Like, superior, I need to know that. So, I love... Um, Waste management, right? So why do I love it? Well, they just purchased 400 acres of landfill, right? They just they got more land now than any of their competitors Which means they're gonna always be in business and then the profit margins on the business is really good So that's that's important to me. I told you about Eli Lilly. Why? They're the number one producer of insulin in the world right and America, you know makes a living off people not taking care of themselves. Let's just be first of all you got to understand the business of America Let's get, that, let's get that understood. Like, America is a business, right? And we betting on the business of America, right? So superior products and services. The next thing I want to look at is, does the company have pricing power? So what do I mean by pricing power? Meaning a great company can increase prices 3% a year. Inflation is high. So now the great business that normally do 3%, now they're doing 7% and 10%. And guess what we're still doing? Buying it. Right? Everybody loved Dior. Everybody loved name brands. Guess what LVMH did? Increased the price about 12% this year. Guess what we still did? Took pictures in that shit.
0: <laughs> you feel me? Lined up at the store.
1: You feel me? <laughs> you feel me? You go in Linux, them, them lines is far. You go to real, them lines is far. So great companies have pricing power. They can increase the prices by 3 three to 4% normally, but in times like this, they're doing 7 to 12%. Right? So another thing would be like does the company have great return on investments? So even though you understand the core product of the business, you also got to ask yourself this question. Just like you an investor, great businesses invest. If you go look at Apple's balance sheet, their core product is great. Go look at the investments that they make. It's the reason why they have $192 billion sitting on the side. right? You like Amazon, it's the reason why they got $35 billion sitting on the side. So I like companies that can also make money outside of their core product, because now I know they're not one-dimensional. So that's kind of important for me. And having the last one is my bad, uh, just lifetime customers. I love a business that no matter what, you ain't going nowhere. Right? That means you got some good dope, yeah?
0: <laughs> you know, it's interesting because one of the things. I
1: don't come you when I no, say that. No, because I, I, I,
0: you, said, you said your last thing. Hey, this finance, this friendly over here? This yeah. Like, this, yeah, yeah, nah. Y'all don't want that trap shit? Look, look, check this out. Check this out. Because you said your last thing, but I, I, one of the most important things you taught me, oh. and, and it, it's cool, and no shame in that, right? We teach each other, we learn from each other. You said, the moat was your thing, yeah. and you said the competitive advantage. I want you to tell the people about the importance of having a moat in your industry. So that's 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 one of the things. Like a moat is,
1: so you know, it's easy to say. Like you look at a castle, you know, you look at how easy it, how easy is it for a company to get into that castle, right? So think about. Uh, Joshua, just think, just think Bible, right? Joshua had to walk around. He had to get a sign from God. Like, yo, how do I penetrate that wall to get into this land? Like, it's nothing we can do to get into that land. It's because they had a big old moat, right? You needed God to break that thing down. You feel what I'm saying? So you think about a company the same way. Like, what does this company have that is so superior that it take, it would kill its competitor to even try to get there, right? So if you think about Apple, right? Like, there's they have multiple moats so one thing apple keep increasing the prices but guess what we keep doing keep buying it i came home in 2007 i bought an iphone in 2008 it's 2022 i've bought every iphone who else did the same
0: shit you do it all without breaking a sweat and you do it all in style from being a boss exec to getting the kids ready for school checking homework family dinners lunches and brunches with your day ones trips to the salon and weekend getaways are anything but a getaway That's why Infiniti fully reimagined the QX60 to help you conquer it all with ease. A luxury SUV as functional as it is stylish, and as versatile as it is serene. Even when you have back-to-back conference calls on top of the kids' basketball practices, not to mention your side hustles, it's all done with grace. The all-new Infiniti QX60 has available features like seating for up to seven passengers, a suite of active safety features, and massaging front seats. It's the SUV designed to help you conquer life in style. Now with extremely limited availability, contact your local retailer for inventory information.
1: All right, cool, right? You know what I'm saying? So you think about that. You think about a company like YouTube, right? YouTube has a great moat. Why? Because every time you Google something, what do you, I'm going to Google it. I don't even care if you're on Safari and look it up. You're going to say, I'm going to Google it. You're on Safari, bro. You're going to search that. You're not even on Google. You feel what I'm saying? So that is because they have the largest search engine. They pay Apple $9 billion a year to be the number one search engine on Apple. Apple's search engine is Safari but Google pays them $9 billion a year to be the number one search engine. So that is a moat in itself, right? So anytime a company has a superior product that their competitors cannot knock down, that's where I won't be at. You know why? Because that means they're gonna be in business for a long time. The biggest moat that I think a company has is debt. A company that don't got no debt is a company that can't go out of business. You know what I'm saying? So that's one of the things. Tell them one more time. They didn't like it, but say it (laughs) one more time. A company that don't
2: have no debt can't go out of business. And and one thing, and for the time that we're in a crisis, you have to think, Mm. if China Mm. becomes the number one superpower on earth. Which is on the way. What companies will be able to survive that, provide value to that ecosystem to stay alive and still give you money? can
1: we talk
0: about that for not a gonna do that Troy, can we talk about that let's, for a second? because yeah, i mean I'm, I'm glad you brought the word crisis up because obviously we've seen the, the crisis that's happening in ukraine and russia and we'll talk about it in a sec but yesterday um everybody was sitting around their tv waiting for two o'clock to happen right Sex. we were waiting we were waiting for jerome powell to talk and we're like the anticipation kept building right and so yesterday uh the federal reserve announced that they're going to have interest hikes mm-hmm. uh interest rate hikes uh, potentially seven throughout the year. And so for the average listener, they're probably like, oh, what does that even mean? So could y'all break that down? What, what what does it mean? What will be the impact on the average person or the average investor when we hear that type of news? Because after the announcement, we saw that the stock market actually had a nice little bounce. Could have been a dead cap bounce, which we spoke about the other day. But what does that mean for the average person?
1: Hey, y'all getting information right now? Yeah. Y'all like this? Yeah! I like this shit. Come on! Hey, Let's go. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, Mike. God, Bam, Bam. I hear you, family. I hear you, family. Let's go. Uh, so, um, we was actually on the plane. Me and me, Bam and Mike. We was on the plane, and we looked at it. Like we see the, and I'm like, I was pissed off on the plane because I was like, so I get mad at America, all the time, <laughs> all the time. So I'm like, man, why are they tripping? They already knew the man was gonna hike rates. Right. Why is we, we going through this? You know what I'm saying? Like, this thing should be running because it's already priced in. So, for a second, let's just talk about rate hikes. Right? Everybody knows what inflation is, right? So, you understand that the more that America prints money, the more your money loses value. Everybody understand that, right? Right? So, if you go to usdebtclock.org, write that down. Every day, just take a look at that. That's going to be your motivation to keep making money. I Absolutely. promise you. If you go to usdebtclock.org you will see that America's debt right now is $30 trillion and counting. I look at it every day. So at $30 trillion, $356 $275 000, and like 137000 right? And it keeps ticking, right? I look at it multiple times a day to make sure I ain't tripping. That's my motivation. Because I know that as long as they printing money, I gotta print money, because if I ain't printing money, I'm getting poor. I don't know about y'all, again, it goes back to I don't ever wanna be poor, right? So what happens with inflation is 47% of the money that's in circulation right now has been printed in the last two years. Think about that. So something that cost you $100 in 2019 now cost you $107. I want you to sit on that for a second. Something that cost you $100 in 2019 now cost you $107.16. Sit on that. How many people right now Just realistically, you don't got to raise your hand. What you get paid from 2019 to now has increased. You don't got to raise your hand. Let that shit sit in your spirit right quick. Damn, my job playing on me. Or what I'm doing, if you ain't making more money from 2019, you're putting yourself in a burst situation. Why? Because they keep printing money, right? So a $7 increase in two years is a lot of money, y'all. Feel me? So what rate hikes do is They help balance the inflation. As they increase rates, what now happens is there's a thing called the Fed Fund Rate. The Fed Fund Rate is the rate at which two banks lend money to each other overnight, right? And so now what happens is the bank now gives us a rate based on our adult report card, credit score. Shout out to my brother, 500, right? Credit score. So now, because the interest rate went up, the bank now is gonna charge you more money the loan money. And so now, businesses and people are like, wait, hold up, they charged me a little more money. You know what, I really don't need that loan right now. So because you stopped spending, that now helps inflation. So now over the next 12 months, you'll get five of those. So say, right? So we need them to slow down with printing money so we can balance out the economy. Yeah. Y'all heard, y'all, that was a dope play-by-play? I'm, this shit is good. Yeah, you ain't gonna yeah, yeah. lie. Yeah. Clap up for the evil. What's up, oh, man? My Where my
0: brother Rashad at? What's up, brother? That dude too goddamn cool for me. Yeah, absolutely. Ian, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna add to this. So I'm, I'm gonna get the second part of the question because you talked about inflation, right? And obviously, if we don't know, obviously the, the cost of the goods that we want obviously will go up in pricing. And so when we see inflation at record highs, people start to think of that R-word. R and we only like that R-word when we listen to Young Jeezy. Like, <laughs> right? So... Are we headed in the direction of a recession, a recession and what are the signs that we need to look at before we get there to say, all right, let's prepare ourselves in the event. I want you guys to stand up.
1: Oh, shit. Uh-oh.
0: No, for
2: real, stand up. In your spirit, when you walk around any city, does it feel like the economy is doing better and people are spending more or less? So are we headed to a recession or no? Yes. Say it louder. Yes. You can sit down. Yes, we're close to a recession, but here's the thing. What people don't normally tell you is incredible fortunes are made during a recession. The bad part is suicide rates go up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Domestic violence goes up. Mm-hmm. Child abuse goes up. Suicide rates go up.
1: Crime, period.
2: Crime, absolutely. So if you're not helping the people and feed the wolves, you may be prey. But if we hit a recession, the man in here, your woman... Mom, grandma, doesn't give a fuck that it's a recession. You have to pay bills. Right? No one loves men unconditionally.
1: <laughs> right?
2: Unless you provide. And I know some of you are going to be like, no, that's not true. Fellas. Make a few calls, man. Hold on. Yeah. Right? So when this recession comes, you have to be prepared. Also, I'm going to be honest. With this market falling apart, if you're able to short-term invest in a futures market, you should be making more money now than ever. So, ES, please write this down, S&P 500 future, 40 ticks. If you do 25 contracts of that, that's $12,500. ZB and UB are the bond market. So when, if, when the market took up to the upside yesterday, mm-hmm. the bond market fell. Yep. 25 contracts apiece, 40 ticks, 31250 per. And some people in here, they won't say some snipers that made 50 and 60000 yesterday. How do you hold on to the market when the market's falling apart? You have to be able to invest in every market. Mm -hmm. Investing in one thing is the biggest mistake you can make. Long-term first, then swing, then short-term investing, then hit my brother, get it to land, right? You have to have so many assets, what I call a wealth fortress going for you, that no matter what happens in the marketplace, you're never gonna go broke, and your portfolio is never down. Is it tough? Yes, but when I got started in a recession, I said to my babies over there, Xander, can you stand up? Hey, I love you. <laughs> Dang, why you being mad at me, bro? I've been letting you watch shows all day. <laughs> what we doing? Right? But when that lady took that money from me, the 80000 that she owed, I know y'all heard me tell the story. I said, I'll never let no person on earth take shit from him. Kill me first. You have to provide at all costs. So when a recession happens, I'm like, damn, now I get to build a big base and get tens of thousands of shares, opposed to buying too high and only, only being able to get 100. But that has to be your drive to get wealthy when the recession
1: happens. Let me add something to that, Troy. Yeah, got it. So another thing too is, I love this shit here. Yeah. So there's this thing called the inverted yield curve. Yes. Right? And so a simple way to look at that is saying, when short-term bonds, so let me, let me back up a little bit. So normally when things get real in the market, investors run to long-term bonds. Mm-hmm. It's a safe haven. When short-term bonds are now more profitable than long-term bonds, it tells you that the recession is knocking on the door. If you can remember that, you're good. You're good. Whenever short-term bonds are more attractive than long-term bonds, when it crosses over you are now at the front door. Like, you don't even got to guess about it more. It's at your door looking at you in the face. And then what happens is, if you don't know how to trade options, if you don't know how to be a sniper yet, you can look at what I call, um, what is called inverse ETFs, right? So one, what happens is they are leveraged. So if the stock goes down $1, you make $2. The stock goes down $2, you make four dollars. Stock go down four dollars. You can make eight dollars, depending on which one you have. If you just want to bet on the S&P 500, you can get SPX. Right? It's a triple leveraged ETF. So the stock, if the SP hundred S&P go down one dollar, you'll make three dollars. But it's a, those are short-term. You don't hold them for months. Only weeks. hold it for five to yeah, seven got, days. Yeah, yeah. You
0: got to say that part. Right, Only people, hold five no, no, to seven no, no. days. It's
1: really nice. No, Mike's really, it's up. Real, only hold it five to seven yo, days.
0: Trap, trap, trap. trap. You, you got to say that part because when when people who are not experienced in the space right. and they look at that inverted piece and they're like, all right, well, S&P's been down for three weeks. This is my time. I'm going to make this call for another three weeks out. And it's like, oh, it flips that quick. You lose all your money. You lose it. So the the importance of having, what, you said five to seven days? Yeah, five to seven days. is always a short-term holding if you want to hold
1: the NASDAQ because the NASDAQ typically gets hit harder because every time there's some type of disruption in the economy, tech is always going to be hit. So you could get SQQQ, right? And so when you're feeling bullish about the NASDAQ, you can go with TQQQ. We ain't worrying about them 15 minutes, man. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do my guy like that. Or
2: UVXY. That's one that I always tell everybody in Red Panda. VIX. UVXY VIX. is the VIX. So when volatility is going crazy, can I be honest with y'all? There's no such thing as a bad market. That is a fact. Only bad entries into it. Trap always jumping. So if our market is falling, volatility is going up, you can invest in volatility or gold may go up or wheat. Yeah. There's always something that's going to go up to the upside. I didn't mean to jump. No, up. no, stay right there. Yeah. Stay right there
0: <laughs> because it, that's very important. I put that, I'm like, all right, bet. A lot of times when, when people see inflation and they hear inflation, right? They start looking for safe havens, right? You said like bond, the bond market is one of those things. Mm-hmm. Commodities over the past three weeks mm-hmm. is something that everybody's been talking about. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that he said we, right? Because mm-hmm. most times people think commodities, we hear gold, we know that, right? We hear uh, silver, we saw that all time records over the past two mm-hmm. weeks. We hear oil, right? Oil got to 130. shout Next out to Jess for calling, making that call. right. and now it's pulled back a little bit. But I said, yo, this is interesting, right? Because I wonder if people hear Right here in Austin, Texas, in the Midwest. Wonder about the other commodities that are on that list: mm-hmm. wheat, wheat, right? Dairy, mm-hmm. right? Uh, corn, right? Oats. So all, all these other things. So talk about the importance of pig fat, th- diversifying your portfolio in commodities, That's and how do you even fat. invest in them? Because most people, like, they'll ask, "Well, Thanks. how do I invest in wheat? Where, where do I go to do that?" That's kind of let Ian kill that,
1: because that is that is the basis of futures right there. But I will say, like, I've made a lot of money. My trappers have made a lot of money. Three weeks ago, I was like, yo, let's get some options on XLE. And then let's get some.
2: Tell them what XLE is. Yeah, uh, the just...
1: Energy ETF. Okay.
2: Please like, write that down.
1: Spider-funded. Yeah. <laughs> yep, the yeah. Energy ETF. So we made a lot of money on that. because, And I t- I'm like, yo, oil oh, about to go over $100. And it shot up to 110. I was like, yo, let's make some bread. And then we went short-term with GUSH, which was a triple leveraged ETF. Well, we held it for a week at a time, and I think we ran up like, I ran up like $10,000 in like five days, I backed off. Now it cost me a lot, but I mean, price is what you pay, value is what you get. So we understood that. So I just played the oil sector, because war means chaos, and when you see war, the first thing I always think of is, there's gonna be a high supply, a high demand, low supply in oil. Nobody wants to be shipping oil while people running bombs across each other head. So oil is always gonna hit, when there's a war.
0: On the commodity side, everyone has an opinion when it comes to the foods we eat. This food's good for you, this one's bad for you, this diet works best. But who actually has the right answer? You don't need rules to lose weight, you just need proper information to build smarter, more sustainable habits. Noom is here to change the way we view food by not only looking at what we eat, but also how we eat. Instead of making you feel guilt, Noom empowers you to keep going. Not everyone wants to be on a strict diet. Do five days a week at the gym, or have daily smoothies and crushable teas. Noom uses a psychology-based approach to find healthier balance that's more suitable for your life, and as a result, more sustainable. Look, Noom has already influenced the way I shop for food, which has not only saved me money, it's also given me a clearer understanding of the foods I'm consuming, which has made me sharper and more energetic. You have to try it out. Look, there are no food restrictions in the program, which makes the process more flexible for your lifestyle. Everybody's journey is different. Noom believes in progress, not perfection. 75% of Noom users finish the program and more than 60% of users engage with the program. Keep the weight off for a year or even more. With Noom, all you need is a daily 10-minute check-in. No grueling early mornings or huge chunks out of your day. Are you ready to start building better habits for healthier, long-term results? Sign up for a Noom trial at Noom.com leisure. That's N-O-O-M dot com slash leisure. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. Head over there now. So you can look at oats. Do you know you can trade coffee? Yep. Yep. Gold, yep.
1: oil, yep. cattle. Pork so, belly, man.
2: Pork, the, almost everything <laughs> that we may eat or consume. Eat
1: That's why I trade Big it. Big
2: facts, though. <laughs> That's why you trade it. Big <laughs> facts. We trade <laughs> it only, right? Just an investment. So, so I, Moral investing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be very honest. In a recession or any down market, I'm happiest oh my god like have you ever seen an opportunity so big and most people are passing it by when the market is dropping notice that all the billionaires and millionaires go quiet that's a fact because they're actively investing yep Just told you on the oil move y'all saw her hair laid louboutins on there's going here it went there did you follow right you have to follow because most people that are rich can i be super real with y'all any investment or money-making secret is meant to be kept inside of a family and not shared. Ooh, that's facts. They're not supposed to go and see and, sh- see and share anything with you. Not one thing. So take all of this information and pair it together. And when a market falls apart, look at lumber. Look at crude. Mm-hmm. Look at gold. Mm-hmm. Look at oil. Mm-hmm. Look at natural gas. Mm-hmm. Look at the VX, which is the vol- volatility futures. So if the market is falling apart and they're like, oh, my God, Putin is going to take over. Yeah. VIX are probably shoot. To 300 mm-hmm. great let me write that up because once again at all costs i gotta take care of his cute ass the reason why some of you have not been dedicated to this because you don't have a wide big enough or you don't feel that you're worthy to be rich mm. i see it in some of y'all energy you deserve this damn near all of y'all smarter than me here's up. what does not happen
1: I'll hold on you, right? you deserve this.
2: i'm being real we'll go party i'll miss being an intern for troy But when we get in at five, I'm still in the market three, four hours. Treat this like it's the most important thing that you're ever going to come across. Because guess what? Most of us sitting in here, we were not exposed to this intentionally. Right? So when you pair all those commodities together and you're able to trade, especially my snipers in here, you should never be in a recession under no circumstances. And it's one of the best fucking feelings on earth to never have to worry about your portfolio being down.
1: Let me say this before we go, Troy, before we get to the next thing. Yeah, yeah. I, want, I want you to understand this, and this real talk, right? Like, the stock market is a machine that teaches us how to print money. But also, if you don't, this is real talk. So my dog, I like how you talk about, one thing you'll understand is, like, you're dead longer than you're alive. Let's let's put that in our head right quick, right? So when people say wealthy people are greedy, no, they're just making sure they got money for the next few generations. All right, you call me greedy all you want, but as long as that machine printing money, I got to collect money to make sure every generation is good. I want you to understand this. If you don't get into financial literacy, you don't learn how to use this market, you are 100% giving birth to the next generation of slaves. I want you to sit on that. And, and,
2: and let me tie in. Now with automation, there, you guys have understood the, the change from 2000 to now on how to even apply for a job. There's a bunch of Loopholes you have to jump through to even get to the interview process. By 2030, they want to automate damn near every job on earth. That's,
0: that. That's important. So
2: while, and I'll say this too in the NFT space and all that. Do you guys realize for the last two years, they got black people to invest in monkeys and dogs while making fun of us and taking our money from us? But Doge was going to the moon. You have to, okay, now go, when y'all get done, go look at Board Ape Yacht Club and go see the imagery of how it's connected to Nazism. It's damn near the same imagery, but they know we won't study long enough to say, and now look how many billions of dollars they made off of us and our culture. And then the music industry gonna come in with more NFTs and continue to rob us. All we need is us. And if we study this shit and know this like the back of our hand and have the same debates about LeBron versus Jordan, we're not going to do that here tonight, right? But we have to know this market the same way that we know sports if we want
0: to be free. That's, bad. That's important. That's important. Yeah. Shout, shout, out to, shout out to EYL alum Chris Senegal walked in the building. What up, Chris? Chris is super legend. H-Town on, by the block, for real. So we, we talk about crisis, right, and obviously we'd be remiss to ignore what's happening in Ukraine and Russia, uh, the conflict that is happening there. And then the, new, the headlines, is, you know, we, we can't hide from it, right? But one of the underlying themes that people, I think, are kind of missing is the cybersecurity component of it, right? Because when you talk about seizing accounts and closing accounts, right, then people start to get resilient and figure out a way to how they're gonna get money, right? It might be through crypto, but it might be some other ways. So can we talk about the importance, especially in times of crisis, of having cybersecurity. I know the CEO of CrowdStrike was on CNBC the other morning, and he was just saying, like, the level of fraud that he's seeing right now is at an all-time high. It's like a 42% increase in incidents. So talk about the importance of cybersecurity. So y'all know I've been, like, we talked about
1: CrowdStrike at, I think, $57 when I went on EYL one time. And I was like, yo, this is going to be a leading industry right here. Right? So... The greatest way to make money in a market is see what's going on in the future, right? The way war is changing. So the US now spends one, they say right now, they're they're spending $1.5 trillion on cybersecurity. They're having an estimated insurance cost of $4 trillion a year. That's in the last three years, right? People getting smart at learning how to hack. Russia, Iran. Iran leads the world in technology. In order to be a superpower, you got to be great at technology. America is number four on the list. That means they got three other countries that's a, in front of America, right? So if people learn how to hack, for me, again, I'm cool with learning the business of America. I don't got to be the smartest. The hardest thing to do is build a billion dollar business. That what the easiest thing to do is, invest in one. I ain't that small. I sold dope my whole life, I'm just saying. But I know how to break down a business. So CrowdStrike, Fortnite, Zscaler, these are businesses that I love. These are businesses that I love. You don't like to get them one-on-one? Get Hack, right? That's an ETF for cybersecurity. Hack, it'll take you a long way. Cybersecurity is an industry that will only keep on, those businesses will keep on multiplying. Why? Because as we get further and further and further into technology, more businesses will need technology. More businesses will need chips. And for every industry there has, there's a bunch of criminals waiting to break it in. I'm just saying. So cybersecurity is definitely at the top of, the, of
0: this new frontier.
2: He knocked it out the park. Nothing else to say.
0: <laughs> so I'll go, I'll go to, to this with you, uh, Ian. Again, the, the conflict in Russia and uh, Ukraine. Obviously, headlines everywhere. We know about the oil, the exports that Russia has in, in the European countries. But how directly does the conflict there affect us here? Because a lot of times people are looking like, well, the market was up today. The market was up yesterday. It was up today again. Right? How much impact does that conflict have on us here.
2: A ton. Does anyone know the real reason we put all those sanctions on the Ukraine? Mm. There's a game inside of the game. It's the stuff that you get told on headlines. Russia? Yeah. Russia? Yeah. yeah. Russia and Ukraine. Does anybody know the real reason? What? you say it again? It. You say it? That's one of the reasons. Mm-hmm. Main reason, whose son has a business in Ukraine? Mm-hmm. So if you choose to go to war with my child, and I'm invested in that business, you go to war with me.
1: Y'all saw Bush?
2: We, we saw it with Bush. <laughs> they let that slide. Then baby Bush came in. I'm And if anyone does anything, to m- same way, same with my father. Hey, I'm put every dollar I can. Go ahead. Go get him. It's deeper than what we're seeing on a surface level. What the war did and this crisis exposes how leveraged America is. How much debt we have and post-COVID and post-printing, we're not as strong as we used to be. I keep saying it, like America's like Steven Seagal was real tough in, like, the 70s and 80s. That's fact. Flabby
0: and sick right Old now. Oh, Norris. Like, like, yo, retire, fam. Yo. We need somebody else. Yo, he fought somebody when he was paralyzed. I would be coming like, out looking like the crib keeper. Look <laughs> like how you leak,
2: right? So now, I've been telling you about this Russia and t- China tie forever. This is the proxy for China to take pole position. That's facts. So that's why it's important for you to get all your money together. And everyone's going to say it's a conspiracy theory. I was talking about this 10 months ago. I posted it last night. I got told about the Russian crisis in 2015. Some tech people here, south by southwest. I remember when Gary V was running around. Why are you leaving? Deal. Yeah, don't leave. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, okay. I'm about to Break say, some water up here. <laughs> I know I ain't boring. God damn. Um, but you also, in every investment, you have to say, if the world falls apart... Will this investment hold up? And here's the true test. If my life and all of my family's life was on the line, would I invest in this? That kills a lot of investments, overall. But the crisis is gonna affect us dearly because it exposes the underlying issues that we've had for the last 10 years.
0: What, one of the investments in, um, that won't go anywhere is land. And, and travel won't come to you because you did something a few, few months ago with uh, our brother, him 500. Shout out to him 500, clap it up for him one time. Shout
2: out for him 500.
0: Y'all actually bought land and you called it Asset Allen. So I never talk, heard you talk in depth about the move and the thinking behind it and all the benefits associated with Asset Allen. So why'd you make the move and what are the benefits? So we under we under I
1: understand, first of all, you gotta be around people that when you bring great investments to them, they just believe in the vision. Like that's I was like, bro, I'm about to buy a farm. You wanna buy? He was like, hell yeah, how much he ain't even asked me how much it costs. Why I didn't say, you call me though? Huh? he me? was the first one on. and we went on Dang. tour together we went on tour together so we was just like see well played that's a good business you know lesson partnership leads yeah, 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 to profitability yeah. we just went on we went on tour together so he was already on the front of my brain and when I said it, he was like bet I was like it costs this much he was like I don't care if you got the vision for it I believe in you let's do it so for me, I just understood that there's a reason why Bill Gates is the number one landowner in America. The man owned 296,000 acres of land in 19 different states. There's a reason behind that. Because that's the one thing that they, they cannot produce more of. So for me, when we look at the triangle offense that we talked about earlier, you got to have land. right? So we can go in and buy all kind of stuff together. Right, why can't we go in and buy some land? One, because land owners get the biggest tax breaks in America, right? I helped Rick Ross get a bull, that was a partnership, so I get cool with the bull people. Because guess why? Once I put a bull, once we put a couple bulls on it, I told the play to him. I said, Bro, we're going to help Ross get this bull, and then we're going to go to them and get two bulls and seven cows. You know why? Because now everything on the land becomes free.
2: And then if you look at the cattle futures market, he'll know the best price in which to buy the damn That's bull a fact. There you go. To Ross.
1: Facts. So it was like understanding how not to, you know, there's a difference between um, tax avoidance. Right. That's cool. So you just find ways. Well, I don't wealth preservation is the one thing nobody talks about. There's there's three levels to wealth. Right. There's wealth creation. There's wealth accumulation. And then there's wealth preservation. The last part of the part we always miss. And it's the most important and It's the most important. And so how do I put myself in situations? So one, we get the land. That's that's an asset that's going to keep going. All right, cool, we all right, that's the remix, he ad-libbing, it's okay. (laughs) And then the next thing was, how do we now produce uh, agriculture? So real estate is one thing, and then agriculture is another thing. They're first cousins in the land area, right? So how do we now get that, right? So now we produce livestock and vegetation from the land, we give some of the vegetation away, it's another write-off, and then we produce cattle on the land, I don't want to butcher the cow. I'm going to sell and produce cow, right, and chickens and lambs. And so he like, bro, you out your mind. I'm like, that's, that's another trap house for me. Well, it's more, okay. More commodities. Well, there's more commodities. I can help Ian in the futures market yeah. telling him what I'm paying for my cows. And so now we now can write off all of that, and now that affects other parts of my life and business where I'm writing off so much taxes on this where other parts of my life become free. I want everybody to understand this. If you're in a phase where you're still looking for an income tax refund, you ain't switched over to how to build wealth yet. Mm. Cause wealthy people don't get income taxes. Yo.
2: You
1: feel me? I know y'all ain't clapping like shit. I'm looking for that. I gotta I, re-up with I that. Just I just got mine yeah, real quick. Shit. Man. Hey, hey yo. Shit, man, That's
0: that re-up money. You hear me? Yo, that Yo, <laughs> that, that's an amazing, clap it up for that play right there. Shout out to y'all. for That's an amazing play. I'd be remiss they tell me I gotta wrap it up, but I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you to personally if there's some stocks or some ETFs or some NSs that they should have on their, their watch list right now?
1: Uh, go, go ahead. If you, you go first. Uh, so Real one, quick, of the, though. one of the ones I'm looking for is called uh, Sharp Sharp's uh, Commerce. So they are the leading industry in disposing medical supplies for hospitals and industries like that. So they're going to lead in uh, waste, hazardous, and all those stuff that hospitals throw away. They'll The leader in that, so I know it's, it's SMED. That's why I'm looking at and Perfect. cybersecurity is Fortnite FTNT. Perfect. And what you got? You already know my answer. <laughs> two, two techs,
2: techs two NDO, <laughs> VTI, Facts. Apple, Microsoft. Now I'm going to be for real. For those of you in healthcare, you're sleeping on Striker. Please That's don't. Striker has a medical mafia yep. in a hospital space. Yeah. So if we go to war, people still have to Striker go into hospitals and occupy those beds. One of the best businesses that I've seen. Stock price is amazing. And they almost have no competition. Ask anyone that you know that's a doctor or nurse who is the top competitor to striker. They're going to be like, they don't have I like Thermo Fisher, too. That's, yeah,
0: yeah. that's his pick. I what like Thermal Fisher. Ayo, hey. I, they, they tell me. So we got to wrap up. We got to wrap up. So first of all, I want to thank both of you gentlemen. First thank time you. this has ever happened. Clap it up for Wall Street Trapper, Ian Dunlap. Thank you. I want to shout out our Eli family, our United Masters family. Obviously, the EYL family that's here for making this happen. I'll this be has done. been incredible, y'all. Clap it up for yourselves.
1: My graduates from my school, being Forbes. Backdrop. Backdrop. <laughs> a mic drop. Backdrop. <laughs> Backdrop. <laughs>